we respectfully acknowledge the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation as the traditional custodians on the lands in which this was created. Hi, I'm Crystal Kinsella. I'm a proud Jarwin and Wiradjuri woman, a supply diversity expert and published author. Welcome to Meet the Mob, a series dedicated to showcasing black excellence in business. I get to interview deadly First Nation business owners from around the country and learn about their why. Today I'm joined by Dixie Crawford. So I'm Dixie Crawford. I'm a Barkindji woman from um, Broken Hill and Brewarrina in far western New South Wales. I currently live on an all country down in Canberra, very cold Canberra, struggling with the winter, struggling with the decision of why I chose to move to Canberra. But yeah. anyway, it was big, so we're not moving for a couple of years. Um, I run a business called Naganya, which in Barkindji language means firelighter. And when you get to know me, you will understand why that was the most appropriate <laughs> name for my business. Yeah. 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 So that's me. So talk to me about um, your why. Why are you in business? Why do you do what you do? Um, I want to, to be honest, like big picture. And sometimes when people talk about what's your purpose, I always just roll my eyes at that because I didn't, and I was, you know, not being critical of the public service, right? But, you know, like the bureaucracy is a bit of a grind sometimes. Yeah. And I didn't really feel joy and happiness or know that I was actually making an impact on the work that I was doing. And now that I look, I've been in operations for four years, and now that I look back over the work that we've been doing, I would describe it as being really intentional, impactful, and certainly around wanting to make an impact on, um, on equity. So... We know that not everyone is on level playing field, right? And we think that funding um, programs and giving people access to services is going to be the thing that changes their life, that mm. makes the you know makes them feel good about themselves, gives them access to opportunities. Just because someone has access to a service doesn't mean that it's successful. And the work that we do is certainly around advocacy and making sure that we look beyond the surface around the impact and the outcome of what someone um, is going through. So we might think that a program that we're delivering actually has, um, you know, is, is outcomes focused, but what's the impact of that outcome? So we do a lot of work with people around um, curiosity and around looking at what the potential impact of the work is that we do um, or that they are doing okay. with the communities that they're connected to and making sure that the investment that you make in community does go a long way, right? It doesn't just make you look or feel good um, as an organisation when you're working with people. What's changing people's lives? So we are... Um, tenaciously pursuing equity and having really important conversations that go beyond um, the surface level. Yeah. yeah. And I guess that's what does set you apart because you are so brave and courageous to have some of those really difficult conversations. And I know how I felt when I've been in a room with you, even in the online <laughs> rooms, um, how you really challenge people and get them to think deep, yeah. but also to, I guess, invoke their own curiosity to go and do the work that yeah. they need to do. Well, I think we have, you know, similar yarns together, Sis, you and I, because the Indigenous business sector, there's a lot of money that, that is certainly invested, yeah. right? And it's great, but I really want to encourage people to have an investment in organisations and with businesses that actually are having practical and tangible um one connections with communities right because it's one thing to say oh we're donating to this organization or we invest in this program 
but you're not following where the expenditure goes. And I'm sure you have those conversations yeah. with your clients, right? Because it's one thing to say, oh, we're investing twenty or $30,000 in this program, which goes towards kids or goes towards, you know, healthy relationships or healthy eating yeah. programs and all of those type of things. It's important, right? But how else do you follow the money and the expenditure of the dollar from an impact perspective? And whose family is that actually affecting, right? So we do, a, we fund a lot of programs in our business, which are a part of our contracts. We fund, you know, the, we support the PCYC in a program in Dubbo, which um, 300 kids go to on a Friday night. And we want to build a healthy relationship between kids and the local Koori community that are there, particularly our young people, right? We fund a program in Rewarana, which is where I come from, again, around the relationship between the police and domestic and family violence and making sure that when someone is in trouble, a young girl is in trouble, she knows she can pick up the telephone and talk to one of the police officers and they're gonna help her, yeah. right? And so that relationship building aspect of those programs is important because when we talk about that access and accessibility, that's the point of difference, right? It's yeah. the relationship. So it's not about the transaction of we've done this work, we're giving this money to this program. Where's the transformational leadership in those relationships that make, that give Aboriginal people the opportunity to equitable outcomes? So practically, if my clients wanted to work with you or anybody that's out there wanted to work with you, what does that look like? What, is it, what, is it, what does that translate into from a products and service perspective? And yeah. how do they engage with you? So the first thing that I would have to say is that you have to be good people, right? Like, like I'm just like staring straight down the barrel. You have to be good people for us yep. to work with because in our business, um, we say no to working with people more times than what we say yes. Okay. Um, again, we've we have done a lot of work on ourselves as an organisation. Um, we're very focused on the work that we want to do and who we want to connect with. If you're not good people and you do not have good intentions or you're not purpose-driven, we're not going to work with you, right? Yeah. Because you can go and pick another organisation to work with. We are the type of... Um, we do the tough stuff, right? Like we have conversations yeah. that make people feel uncomfortable, but people lean into those conversations because they know that on they know what they know and they know what they don't know, right? So when you know something and you feel safe and secure within that knowledge, we're going to push you beyond that. We're going to ask you the questions about that. You know, tell me what you know about that. Tell me more about that. Yeah. It's that expansive questioning line of questioning that help people people and organisations recognise what their true potential is around influence and connection with, with with Aboriginal communities. And that's the work that we do. So there's definitely going to be an alignment in values, but demonstrated values, right? It's one thing to say, this is what's important to me. It's another thing for you to show me what's important yeah. to you, right? Um, so we work on reconciliation action plans. When we do wraps, it's not a matter of just... Um, working with an organisation to build the framework of the Reconciliation Action Plan, right? Because a lot of them are the same. Yeah. It's the application and the implementation within your organisation that is, you know, the point of difference, Yeah, right? the journey. So it is. It really is, right? Yeah. Because if you don't do it the right way for your organisation, it's not going to have an impact. It's not mm. going to change the lived experiences of Aboriginal people in this country, right? It's not going to be your experience of reconciliation and the relationships that you've got to build with people. So we are very much focused on people potential and that skills development around um, negotiation, around communication, around storytelling, 
and certainly around unconscious bias and looking at where's our limitations, but also where's our potential. Because if you get caught in the limitations and that can be a negative conversation that you internalize, that then stops you from leaning into the right conversations that you need to have. And so we do push people in the rooms, um, our clients, when we're in conversations, we push them to a place where they're uncomfortable, where they feel vulnerable. But if you don't do that with us, and then you wanna go out and have conversations with Aboriginal communities, and you're not prepared for that, yeah that's gonna go horribly wrong for you, right? Because yeah. there's all these things that have occurred over the last two years around, you know, white people thinking they know what's best for Aboriginal people, you know, and we, we use this language called white saviorism all the time, yeah. right? Like this is common language that is used. So you're just gonna be careful. Our job is about building up your capability to have the maximum amount of impact that you can within yeah. communities. So yeah, that's the work that we do. Well, it sounds like a lot of people need to, um, yeah, brace themselves if they want to work in with a, the in fire starter in a non-negative way but you know no, like, i completely yeah. i completely get get it because you want that values alignment and if people want just the feel good touchy feel good stuff that makes them feel comfortable i'm not your girl you no well it's actually not going to stretch them we yeah. do our best learning when we really step outside the box yeah. and we think and yeah. we feel bigger yeah so that critical self-reflection yeah. is the most important thing from our perspective, right? Like we will have conversations with you and we will pose questions to your leadership team and you will think about them weeks, months later, right? And you'll come back to that and you'll be like, oh, oh my goodness, that did something hit me in my head and my heart and my belly yeah. um, for me to then think about this later. So there's more work for me to do. So if there's anything that you... Um, the work that we do is long lasting, I think, yeah. in our organisation. And then you will then go out and start facilitating effective conversations with the people that you're connected to, whether it's your family, whether it's your organisation, your friends group, you know, where you do volunteering. What you learn with us and the com what you learn with us about yourself um, and the role that you play in terms of reconciliation, it does have a ripple effect. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So let me ask, what is your legacy? What is it that Dixie wants to be remembered for? Oh. I know it's a big question. Have you thought well, about it? Well, I do it? want to be remembered for having fantastic fashion, if I'm to be honest. So, <laughs> um, if you can't see this, I've got these beautiful Kermit green pants on right now, and I just called colour blocking. Um, I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Yeah. I, don't, I, I want to live in the moment, but I also do... Um, see you know the future i, th I think I, I want our work to matter yeah i want um the storytelling of the conversations to live on in the way that people have see that there's more work that's to be done right like it's not about um the transaction of closing the gap or you know like looking at life expectancy or stimulating an indigenous business economy we can contribute to that but that's not a defining moment for me right like yeah. a defining moment is someone saying to me I get it, I understand it, and I'm gonna lean into the work and I'm gonna actually do the work. And then you yeah. see people doing the work. That's the legacy bit for me. Um, when we work with organisations, we, we say that there's two really key um, collectives of people within organisations. There's champions and then there's sponsors, right? So your sponsors are the people that have the delegation responsibility around um, a KPI. And then the champions are the people that are having the conversations when I'm not in the room, for example, yeah. right? They're saying, what are we doing from an Aboriginal impact perspective? Or are we doing acknowledgement of country? Or when they're doing events, we've got to organise an Aboriginal speaker to be a part of a panel. Or, do you know what I mean? Like it's that, that's the legacy bit, I think, when we, um, that diversity and inclusion 
it just isn't the transaction or the visibility, it's the intention and it's the greater impact and purpose um, that people are, um, are demonstrating every single day in their, literally in their day-to-day -day operations. So I think that's it. I hope that's it. That in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think it's just like, you know, the legacy is things continuing on yeah. when you're not there from my perspective. Definitely. People yeah. standing up, being courageous, yeah. owning it, and just getting on with it. Yeah, leaning yeah. into it. I mean, you're not going to die if you say the wrong thing. No. <laughs> I say to my clients all the time, you know, like they, they get worried about their acknowledgement of country. And I just say, well, are you going to die if you get it wrong? Yeah. Like you, you're not. Like it's Live just, and learn. It's, you learn. That's you right. You learn. And, you know, you may not make that mistake again, or maybe you do that, make that mistake again. Again, you're not going to die. It's no. going to be okay. Um, but we all have to have these lived experiences if we really want to do the work right. Like if we really are prepared to lean in and have an impact, we've got to have those uncomfortable experiences and conversations. Yeah. And any kind of final words that you want to put out there in relation to who you are, what you do and how people can work with you? Um, who we are. Um, we are the type of people as an, as an organisation that are very much focused on relationships and building a two-way um, street of communication and connection. The work that we do um, is focused on leadership development and not the transaction of cultural capability training or, um, or getting a wrap done. So if you want to have surface level yarns, we're definitely not your people. Um, I'll still take your money. Um, no, I won't actually. Um, but it's um, it's it's not. We're not about transactional work. It's it's transformative people work that we do. Um, and one of the programs that we work on actually is our program called iCulture Three Hundred and Sixty. And um, the culture part within that is certainly about Aboriginal culture. And Three Hundred and Sixty is about leadership development within within organisations and um, and teams and. Because we believe that in order to be effective leaders within organisations and for um, to bring people along the journey within yeah. your organisation, you've got to be able to understand the lived experiences of Aboriginal people. You've certainly got to be able to expand your skill sets as a leader and you've got to be able to influence other people within your organisation and communities that you're connected to. So our, yeah. the iCulture 360 program, we deliver that in a couple of ways. It's one-on-one -on -one coaching. Um, we do in-house programs as well as run public masterclasses, which is important. The public masterclasses are really important because you then start to see that there's other people within either your industry or within your community that are, you know, that are really interested in working with Aboriginal communities and making an impact. So. So thanks so much, Dixie, for joining me today and please stay tuned for the next edition. Thanks for listening to today's episode. If you love it, please share it on your socials with your mob. Let's help amplify as many Indigenous businesses as possible and get everyone supporting each other. Thank you.